Hello, loves. Welcome to the Living Out Love podcast. So just like last week, this week's episode is another opportunity for me to answer questions or themes that have come up again and again and again. So today I'm sharing some information that has come up because of my readings. Um, I have had so many readings in the past few months where this has been a big topic of conversation. Uh, I tell it's such a benefit to be a channel and a medium because I just get this insight into what people need. So I am positive that many people need today's episode. We are talking about loving yourself. Oh, it just in general, people don't know how to love themselves. That is what I've learned in all my readings. People don't know they don't have the skill set. And whether that is the thoughts you have about yourself, the decisions you make regarding your behavior, your self-care, how you decide to show up in the world. I mean, all of it. Many of us do not know how to do these things well. We don't know how to honor and appreciate ourselves. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't speak or think highly enough of ourselves. In general, we aren't prioritizing ourselves. And when we are, we aren't prioritizing ourselves in a way that is loving. We are demanding of ourselves. We ask much of ourselves, but we don't give back to ourselves. And I always like to reference Stephen Covey's book, The um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I'll link to that in the show notes. In his book, he offers the idea of the emotional bank account. And in his book, he's discussing this as a relationship tool, like the bank account that you would share with your spouse, that sort of thing, or with your boss. Um, But I like to consider it from the relationship that we have with ourselves, like just what is our general running bank account. And I, I literally imagine like there's me, there's this little avatar me, like imagine if it's like, you know, second life, like you're seeing your figurine. Um, I imagine that there's me and there's everything else that happens in the world. And between me and the world, we create the bank account. So for Amy's emotional bank account, the world will deposit and withdraw. So I'll get positive feedback after a reading. I'll have a lovely conversation with my husband where I feel seen and appreciated. Like those are good deposits, great deposits. Or I'll be stressed for time. I'll drop the kids off late and I'll be, you know, mad at myself. Those are withdrawals. So imagine instead of money going in and out, it's emotion going in and out. It's an emotional bank account. So throughout the day, we all have stimuli that create our emotional world. And of course, we have license in how circumstances affect our emotions, like Some things we allow to stress us out more than others, but regardless of how we're letting things in, at the end of the day, we have deposits and withdrawals into the emotional bank account of ourself. And now it's my job as Amy's boss, as my observing self, to look at at Amy's emotional bank account. I monitor it, right? I consider, okay, I've had lots of deposits this week. It's now's a good time for me to try the stressful thing that's going to be scary because my bank account's looking healthy. And I should say before we go too much further, like it's okay for the bank account to be low sometimes. There's no need to panic if your bank account's a little low. 
like, oh, I'm just feeling a little bit depressed or I'm feeling a little bit unhappy. I just feel sort of complaining, wah, wah, wah. Like, it's okay if your bank account is low, but it's it's my job as, quote, Amy's observer to monitor the bank account. It's your job as your observer, your steward to monitor your bank account. If I don't monitor my emotional well-being, my emotional bank account, no one else will. You are responsible for monitoring your emotional bank account. There's nobody else to do that for you. There's no one else in charge of ensuring that there are deposits. And unfortunately, with the emotional bank account, it's not like work where it's on auto draft or auto pay, right? We have to manage it. We have to pay attention to it. It it needs to be intentional. And of course, we don't we don't have to be the ones always making the deposits. We have friends, we have family, we have fulfilling careers. So I'm not suggesting that you have to be responsible for all of the positive emotion in your life. That would not be a joyful, abundant, pleasantly surprising life, which is what I want. I want to give and receive. We can get deposits from lots of places. We can set ourselves up for deposits, perhaps by you know registering for a retreat, Um signing up to swap affirmations with people, but, but it's our job to monitor the account. And when our account is getting close to like 50%, we know we need to make deposits. So if our account's only 50% full, meaning positive emotion, we need to make some deposits. And it's important that we do make some of our own deposits because no one knows what we need better than we do. You know the thoughts you've been thinking, or I hope you do. You know what food you've put into your body, what pleasure you've given to your body, what relaxing experience. So you know what you need. Or (laughs) more accurately, you'll start trying to make deposits and then you'll learn what you really need. Because many of us aren't actually that in tune to our needs or to our preferred methods of making emotional positive deposits. But real quick, I need to jump, pause and jump back here because just a minute ago I said when we're getting close to 50%, meaning our bank account needs to be at least half full, I think many of us walk around more like 30%. Like we think 50% sounds low, but many of us just kind of, our standards like 30%. We're burned out on life. We're not present in the moment. We're stressed. We're running around. It feels chaotic. It feels melancholy. Like many of us... We're not running on empty, but we're not thriving either. So 50% is actually a really good goal for most of us. Some of us are at 50%. We have meaning. We have joy. We have peace. And for us, a goal might be like 80%. Um, But know also that bank accounts, that's the, the point of the account, right? Is it doesn't all happen at one time. It doesn't all happen in one day. We can have stores. We can build up. So for some of you... You may even want to get a journal out each day and take a note of your emotional bank account. How are you feeling? Are you loved? Are you appreciated? Are you seen? Are you valued? And to what percentage? And if you're unhappy with the number, then prioritize making deposits. Because self-care is varied for us as humans, I'm not going to spend too long explaining, you know, how to make deposits into your emotional bank account, but here are a few ideas Identify some thoughts you have about yourself and reframe them to be more honoring and compassionate. Spend time doing things you enjoy. This can be a hobby, going for a walk, reading books, whatever it is you enjoy, spend time on it. 
create positive hormones. Sleep, exercise, invest in your sex life in a loving way. Try to minimize hormone disruptors such as certain substances, cleaning products, makeup, etc. Do something you want to do just because you want to do it. Not because it will make you money. Because it will make someone else happy. Because it will make someone else think highly of you. Don't do things for those reasons. Do it just because you want to. Go see a movie in the middle of the day. Curate a playlist for a morning dance improv party. Go for a walk by yourself. Somewhere new. The zoo. The mall. A new park. Try new forms of things that we typically consider, quote, self-care. So if you're a shower person, try taking a bath with candles and meditation music. If you typically exercise in the morning and you do CrossFit or something high intensity, then try doing yoga in the afternoon. If you don't typically go to the spa, try getting a facial. Trying new things tells your brain that you're worth trying things out for, that you're worth experimenting to discover what fills you up. And the adventure also creates positive hormones as well. It's a healthy type of stress to try new things. So those are just a few ideas. I hope you figure it out for yourself. Like, how can I make substantial deposits into my bank account? And, uh, you know, one thing about this bank account is, A, it can help you focus on your emotional well-being. How are you doing? How can I monitor it? How can I make it better? But also it sets you up for success because there are always going to be things in life that are unexpected stressors and disruptors. People are going to lose jobs. People are going to get sick. Like there's, there's going to be these things in life that are difficult that are emotional withdrawals from the bank account. And so if we are actively and intentionally making sure that we have a healthy bank account, we will be prepared when those things come up. But if you're already at 30% and something hard comes up, oof, you're going to have a hard time getting through it. So that's why it's important to consider your emotional well-being intentionally to consider being a steward of your emotional process rather than just receiving whatever it is the world is going to throw at you rather than just hearing whatever thoughts you normally hear about yourself, you normally say about yourself and not questioning them, not reframing them. It's important to be important to be a steward of your life, to be responsible for your emotional well-being. It is not happenstance. Your emotional well-being is not just a result of what happens each and every day. You can alter it. You can improve it. So I invite you to consider how are you going to monitor your emotional bank account moving forward? Are you going to journal it? Are you going to do daily check-ins? Are you going to do weekly check-ins? Are you just going to consider, you know, what are the stressful things that came up this week? Do I need to do anything to bring my body back to a happy hormonal place? Or maybe all you want to do is take notice of what deposits feel really good. Some people really, I personally, I'm a words of affirmation. I could soak up words of affirmation. I'm constantly dehydrated for words of affirmation. Those deposits are big deposits for me. Hugs and like, you know, gifts, those are smaller deposits for me. If you want to put it in a love language perspective, you can. But that's one way to just take mental note of your bank account. What deposits are significant for you? Learn that about yourself. 
be your own steward and love yourself into well-being. And there's there's many ways to look at self-love. There's there's many ways to help people with this sort of behavior pattern of not prioritizing self, whether that's, you know, people pleasing or whether that is just never resting. You know, we all have different ways of not being kind to ourselves, of not honoring ourselves. But I like Covey's emotional bank account lens because it sort of takes into effect all of it. It takes into the effect the deposits and withdrawals that you're doing to yourself and into effect the deposits and withdrawals that the world, the circumstances are having on you. So this is a tool that I prefer is the emotional bank account. And if this doesn't work for you, great, but try something out. If you don't want to like consider it an emotional bank account, if you don't want to think about deposits and withdrawals, I get it. But notice what does feel good and how you can get more of that in your life. Notice what doesn't feel good and how you can mitigate for that. And remember that no one can do it like you can. No one knows what you need or what you need to hear. And it's nobody else's job to do that either. It's your job to take care of you. It's nobody else's job to take care of you. That's your job. Be willing to tell yourself what you need to hear. If you need to hear that you are loved, be willing to tell yourself that you are loved. I love myself. I, I truly do. And I'm not just setting an example. I'm, I'm truly saying that. I have learned to love myself. I've learned to have my own back. Be willing to gift yourself the experience that you need. You know, I have been thinking and thinking and thinking for weeks now that I need a massage. And I genuinely do. Like, my shoulders are uneven. I have an ache in my back. I genuinely need a massage or a chiropractor or something. And I haven't gotten it on the calendar. So today, when I finish this recording, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go put that on the calendar because I love myself and I love my body. And I'm willing to spend the time and money on making that a pleasurable experience, on making it work instead of be dysfunctional. Be your own channel for love. Be willing to be responsible and be your own channel for love. Have a beautiful week, everyone. I hope this was helpful. I look forward to continuing this journey with you. I'm so excited. 10 podcasts. I hit double digits. What a day. I love you all. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.